forever. Dog. Good morning. What's up? Cindy, you look great. You're giving me that 70s show sexy Cleopatra vibe. Yes, ma'am. That's that what I'm great. doing right now. You got your titty meat out? Mm-hmm. 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 You know, just got to give it, give the people what they want. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You seen somebody important today? Somebody special? I am. I am doing some cute later. So, you know, I was like, let me try this time. Otherwise, I was like, I was going to put on nothing. But then I was like, you know. No, you look good. Thanks. I like that. You you look. Thank you, friend. <laughs> don't even don't even finish the sentence. <laughs> no, you look fresh face. exactly what I look like. Neutrogena. I look like I just woke up 30 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she did. Um, yeah, it's cold out, but, uh, you know, I'm excited to be here with my, with my colleague. Yeah. My colleagues. Mm. Andrew, Andrew the intern is also here. That's a terrible title to give him. Rude. Well, what should I call him? Exactly. Okay, well, cut that out. Wow. Andrew the, Andrew (laughs) the producer is here. Oh, wow, Marie. Well, you know, somebody was like, somebody commented and they were like, don't you have a cute gay intern? (laughs) And so did, would that... It was a guy. It was a guy. Oh my god! Wait, tell me. Him. No, because you don't like Andrew the intern as a title, oh so my god. I can be Andrew, the intern then. Andrew the cute gay intern. Oh, thank you. Would that have made a difference? I mean, yeah. Who commented on that? You know, one of the listeners. Uh. He's listening right now. Oh my god! I, I'll go through my DMs. <laughs> He's listening right now. Hey, boo. Um. Uh, okay, let's get into this episode. Sydney, do you want to talk about your expertise? Uh yeah, sure. Um. I'm an expert in having a good heart. Yes. But the listeners already know that. <laughs> um, I'm, that's my brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend had an audition. She has two kids. And, you know, kids are not my forte. She's like, oh, the, or- the audition is like at nine something in the morning. Can you please come with me with- to the audition with my kids? And I was like, wow. I mean, you're really pushing the friendship. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do I, re- one, I don't want to go to an audition that's I'm not auditioning How for. How old are the kids? One is like a baby, and the other is three years old. Uh, a lot. Uh, one is a girl who didn't give a fuck about my feelings. She was just looking at me like, "Who are you? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Mm-hmm. Not really interested." And then the baby was a baby, so the baby was cute, but just like, you know, where my mommy at? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I went to the audition, and I had the kids. So people were looking at me like, oh, I'm auditioning. I got these kids. Like, it was real, like, losing Isaiah, Holly Berry, like, disheveled. Why did she Why did she have to bring the kids with her? Why couldn't you just go to the house and watch the kids while she was out? Because she don't trust me. <laughs> the kids by myself, which she shouldn't. Oh, wow. <laughs> which she shouldn't. I'm glad that she did not. Oh, but, wow. um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was great going to the audition and seeing, like, Cause she's like a singer. She's a singer. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's a different type of audition, like musical Broadway people. Everybody was in the hallway, like la 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 la. Yeah, la, and they just they just got a different vibe, and their confidence is just different. Mm-hmm. It's, it was like good to see. But then I saw them judging me, the side eye, like oh look at her, her babies. I was like, this is my kid, not my kids, and I don't sing. Okay, but were the babies cute? They were cute. Okay, Every, well then great. Everybody was fucking with the kids. They yeah, were like they were with it, but it's just. I see how hard it is to be like a mom and have like aspirations and dreams and shit. Since you were at the audition for how long with <laughs> uh, these kids? Like two hours. Because it was oh. one of those things where it's like open call type situation. Oh, she uh, American Idol? She was trying out for The Voice? <sighs> no, 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 no. And then at the end of the day, she didn't even get to audition. So I was what? Like, I was pretty upset for her and myself. So you got there at nine. 
stayed till like 11, she didn't get to audition. No. Oh. Because of the kids? No, it's just, you know, you do parking and whatnot, and the parking was until like 115, and she's like, well, I'm not paying another $50 to stay For something that I might get. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, she looked in the room, and she's like, oh, I could definitely get this. (laughs) She's like, oh, I know that I'm better than half these people in here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Woo! You do have a good heart, friend. Did she, she pay you with lunch? She asked me, but I was like, I'm tired, dude. I just want to go back home, mm. do my work. More tired than hungry? Yeah. Fascinating. I didn't, because then I have to eat with her and the kids. This so. is true. This is true. <laughs> what is a steak if there's a child involved? Are you, you eating know? steak at 11 a.m.? Yes, honey. If somebody else is paying, absolutely. You sound real Yamanika Saunders <laughs> right now. Yamanika loves steak. <laughs> um, that is, you know what? Round of applause for you standing with them. Yeah. Booger-nosed kids. Mm-hmm. Can't even imagine. Yes. What were you expert in? Um, wait, before we move on, I want to say that this girl that I went to high school with, I was... We're not friends no more, but I went on her um, Facebook the other day, and she got three kids. Mm. Three kids, three dads. They all mm. have the same face, but she's dead to me. So that. <laughs> but I, can you imagine having three kids? No. Yeah. I can't imagine having no kids. I see them kids yesterday, and I was like, I think cards are not in, uh, kids are not in the cards for me. Mm-mm. I think I'm all set. Mm-mm. Throw those cards away. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- speaking of throwing things away, I uh, was an expert this week at uh, being all the way impatient. Let's talk about this right now. Mm-hmm. So two weeks ago, I was getting ready to go to the Knitting Factory. It was a Sunday night, the show that Sydney and I host and produce with a friend of ours. And I was like, is that a pimple on my chin? I was like, mm, problematic. But I, uh, I went to the show. No one saw the pimple. I have this TV thing now, so... I was like, well, I can't be on TV with a pimple on my face. So I popped it, right? Mm-hmm. You've never seen, you know, I don't know, Paula Abdul on TV with a pimple on her face or <laughs> Rihanna doing an interview with a pimple on her face. So I popped it. And then they put all of this makeup on me. And when I got home, I was like, oh, the pimple is still here. So I popped it again. And then like two days later, it turned into this like giant scar. And I, I've never had a scar on my face. I've always had like good skin on my face. So I was like freaking out. I was like yelling at my mom on the phone. Like, why did you give me such terrible skin? Meanwhile, skin is amazing. Um, researching all of these ways to make this scar go away. Mind you, it had been a week. My sister was like, you got to put aloe on it. No, my sister said you got to put castor oil on it. Amina said you got to put uh, aloe on it. I Googled all of these regiments so I found online turmeric face masks. I don't know if you know about these. I do. But you get turmeric from the store, like in powder form. Mm-hmm. You mix it with some honey. And I put a little bit of almond milk in it. And then you brush it onto your face. And it's supposed to be good for, like, just clearing up hyperpigmentation and, like, and scars and stuff. That's crazy that you didn't ask me because I'm, like, the queen of... Sydney, I saw you and I was freaking out about the scar literally, oh, exactly a week ago. I looked at it and I was like, wait, what? Okay, so okay. don't don't say don't don't say. Oh, I, I didn't think you didn't ask me. I, I like, walked in. I was like, I'm in crisis. It was okay. Hold but, on. But did wait. I not walk in and say that I was in hold crisis? Hold on, hold on. If the listeners are listening, first of all, you know Marie's skin, right? You see her face and you see one little scar. You'll be like, 
Wait, that's like no that that yes. would be a blessing for everybody. Yes, but I've never had a scar on my face. People cannot relate. <laughs> okay, so, so if you can't relate, don't now ask me why I didn't ask you for help with my face. Because literally, I was like, I'm in crisis, like fake crying. And Sydney's like, oh, I don't see anything. No, never did you say, oh, sis, you, have you heard of turmeric? Have you heard of beet juice? Have you heard of shutting the hell up? No, you just were like, oh, girl. <laughs> I mean, let's do the show. Did you? I mean, did you take a picture? If you, I wish you would have taken a picture to show. Like, no. If, and then, I was not going to do that. <laughs> people want to see. I was like, I was distraught. They were like, "What?" The scar was like half <laughs> half the size of my pinky nail. Oh my god! I was like, anyway, I woke up this morning and I can't really. See, I can see it, but I can't really see it as much. So it's been two weeks, and I've done three turmeric face masks. You mm. leave it on. I left it on for half an hour, uh, and I'm in a good place now. Thank you so much for all your thoughts and prayers through this difficult time. Thank you. I love it's it. It's not funny. It's the Because drama. I know people who have bad skin and like that's just what their skin looks like. Yeah, you know? and then they hear you talk and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes, but they've had like acne since they were like 14. <laughs> I have never had bad skin and I have keloid skin. So when I get a scar mm-hmm. like anywhere else on my body, it doesn't go away. It's like it turns into like a 3D pop up scar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is I can't even turn this into like a, a beauty mark. Like it was too big for me to like make it all black and be like, oh, this is, you know, my, my Anna Nicole Smith mark. Well, in the future, if you have a scar, they have little things like little face masks that you can put on blemishes. You that see this? You see this? That is specifically for pimples. Mm-hmm. It's a little clearer thing. You put it on. How much Adri- was it retail at? No, it's it's cheap. Adrian has it. You know, because she she actually has, um, you know, problematic. problematic skin. And she always has, like, little, you know, things that she can oh, use. I should have messaged Adrian. Mm. Yeah. But Adrian, mm, I'm actually, I'm not going to blow her up. But you know what I was going to talk about. What? It, that, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. That was years ago. Right. And that was somebody else's friend. Your friend's friend. Okay. So somebody, somebody twice removed. <laughs> Your friend influenced her to put pee on her face. Somebody said, <laughs> if you have bad skin, put pee on your face. And Adrian, listen to this dusty ass friend. And then I, they let me overhear them talking. And I was like, you pissed on your face? Like a jellyfish sting? I was like, no, I'd rather just have pimples than have pee on my face. Mm. Mm. I can't believe you stayed with her after that. I, I Honestly, <laughs> it was like... Hmm, should we be breaking up? But it was very early. Do you in the dilute the pee with something? It's early in the relationship. I'm leaving you. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, the cute gay producer intern, would you date somebody if they put pee on their face? Like, do you, I mean, do you completely, like, you have clear pee? You wait until, like, you finally. Like, oh, I don't even know how clear the pee is. Like, how I didn't watch it. I didn't watch her. I didn't watch it go down. But any, it doesn't matter what she put on her face. She had cystic acne yeah. and she needed to go to a dermatologist no pee was gonna help that listen even if i didn't have cystic acne i'm not putting pee on my face her skin is clear now so honestly but it wasn't the ir- pee that fixed it this is irrelevant mm. also so she's moved a, on this is a tbt it's gross <laughs> uh speaking of pee on your face <laughs> we're moving on uh our guest today uh it, I was gonna say is real funny because that's how we introduce everybody. But he's a funny dude. He's my co-host on Vice Live. Uh, he is a, a musician. He's out here in these streets doing what he does. Uh, give it up for our Houston expert. It's Fat Tony. Hey, Fat Tony. 
Yeah, hey. bitch, I'm in the building. Okay, wow. Straight out of Houston, Texas, you dig? Third Ward to be exact. It's okay, an honor wow. to be on y'all's podcast. Y'all are really God. cute and really smart. I love it. Yeah, we love it. Thank okay, you. Okay, Dad. Thank, thanks, Pops. You guys are really cute and smart. Glad to be here. That's right. Tony, how you feel about pee on your face? Uh, bring it on. Mm. Like golden shower pee on your face or like um, skincare? I mean, I'm, I'm really into skincare, especially over the last year. I want to have beautiful skin, flawless skin as much as possible. I spend a lot of money on moisturizers, toners, face washes. Good for and you. If, and if pee can be part of the equation to make me more attractive, let's try it. Mm-mm. Pee is ugly. But is it my pee or somebody else's pee? It's I'm, your pee. I'm not clear. It's your pee. Oh, I have good pee, so yeah. <laughs> oh, so what, on a scale of uh, one to chicken noodle soup, where is it at? I have pretty clear pee. I drink a lot of water. I'm a healthy boy. Okay, mm. good, good mm-hmm. for you. Also, vegetarian. I'm a vegetarian ass nigga. Oh, you okay. So the pee is the quite pee cute. Is, the, pee, the pee is the pee ain't got um, no protein in it. Yeah. The pee got a good pH balance. But the, the pee, pee is, is weak. Solid. When the stream comes out, you could tell it's struggling because you're vegan. It like, it, like no, drip, it, pee is it comes through dripping. I, yeah. I got strong pee. I, I, yo, I could pee right now for y'all if y'all want to <laughs> test. No, 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 no. Keep we, it to yourself. We each got, got cups. Marie got the water bottle. Sydney got a coffee cup. I got a coffee cup. You pee in me. your cup? Let me pee in y'all's cups. No. <laughs> Taste. No, 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 This is no, not no. Planned Parenthood. We don't need a specimen. Cups. We're all set. <laughs> Before we talk about Houston, honey, the high waters are so high. Talking about my pants? Your pants. Oh, yeah. I have these very cute I mean, vintage geez, Abercrombie you have pants on like, that are cut off. It's a coolie. Yeah, I, I love showing off my ankles. I got nice ankles, nigga. But your socks are pulled up to meet the... Okay. So I went to Nordstrom Rack oh, to get some nice. like some like socks and mm-hmm. um I like bought these like polo socks and I didn't realize till I got home but they're the athletic socks so they held along mm-hmm. and I was kind of not feeling it but when you're in the cold they're really good they keep my whole leg basically these these socks go up to my knee I you, you know, know what y'all else? out there in Radio Land y'all can't really see a nigga but you know Marie what else keeps your leg warm in the wintertime? Fucking what? pants. A full pants. Ba- full pants. Mm, mm-hmm. All well, the way down. Mm-hmm. I dress better than both of y'all. So. Uh, wow. Uh, that's <laughs> I'm going to just say that for hilarious. the record. I can't believe you just said that in front of my clavicles. That's the funniest thing that you said. I'm a said. fan of your clavicles, though. Wow. Fat Tony, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. I think we're done. I think I am I crying. Wow. If you don't get your <laughs> Salvation Army ass. Oh, my God. I would rather pee on your face yeah. than you admit that. Salvation Army ass. <laughs> How dare you say you dress better than us? I'm just keeping it. The level of confidence. Is this what Houston is? Yeah. This delusions this, this of is, grandeur. I'm a, I'm a real Houston ass nigga. Let me tell you. Fat Tony's the type to look like he got hand me downs, but he paid like $100 for the shit that he has on. That's a fact. <laughs> it's like, wow, did your ancestors give you that? No, 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 no. I went to this, you know, off brand site. I'm a big H Town vintage wearing ass nigga. How's the thrift? How is the thrifting in Houston? I would say it's really good. I mean, I got into it there because Houston, first of all, Houston's the fourth biggest city in the country. Ah, the fourth. What's the There's, first? The first is New York. Okay. Well, there we are. There's a lot of rich people in Houston mm. who have estate sales and just get rid of all their shit. So coming up, I'd find Matt Polo, Matt Banana Republic, Matt Abercrombie going Wait, to thrift stores. Wait, you said stores. people with a lot of money, and then you, <laughs> and then you said Banana Republic, Express. No, I'm not talking about, you know, these, <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking about these, like, these, like mall brands uh, that typically just... <laughs> a lot of yuppie-ass fools wore back in the day. Oh, okay. A lot of those would get handed down to all the thrift stores, and as a teenager... I would buy a that, ton of it. Yeah. When you were a teenager, you're like, oh, these are big brands. 
Yeah, I mean, they're Sydney not not just big brands, but like I cute cannot. brands, you know? <laughs> I used to work at Abercrombie & Fitch when I was a teen. Me too. Uh, I, I was the uh, I was a I was a model a floor model. Meaning, Didn't that shit stink? Meaning I just stood in the front of the store and sprayed it with that nasty ass perfume. That shit was so nasty. It, it was like company policy to keep that sprayed over and over, mm-hmm. and the and the music had to be so loud. That place was trash. Is yeah. Abercrombie still around? Yeah, because they had a moment where like everybody wanted to like be seen with the well not everybody everybody white wanted yeah. to be seen walking out of the store with them naked ass bags it's funny when i when i worked there i never wore abercrombie I, i've never I, like, thought owned, it was corny i've never owned anything from abercrombie and fitch still these I, these I cute like, pants i have on are my first abercrombie i don't like um one i didn't like their stitching i didn't like the like yeah. little logos i i didn't like it it just yeah. seems too gaudy it seemed like the mall yeah it so when like you were mall. when you were in high school what did you wear what kind of clothes were you wearing a lot of high polo school? Houston niggas love polo <laughs> yes listen I had a polo windbreaker that I would not take off even in the summertime I thought I was the shit because yeah. I had it I've never owned Me anything too. polo wow I'm, yeah. I'm wearing polo every day this this like jacket is uh it's like denim jacket is polo western a retired <laughs> Ralph brand polo western yeah so that means it has like the polo it comes with a bolero tie. Oh, Western wear. look at that little corduroy uh, collar you got Polo going West. on there. I love corduroy. Oh, I love I corduroy. I also love corduroy. Uh, but that's because I just, that's what I used to wear when I was a little kid. I Same. loved like an ugly corduroy, corduroy pant. But now, so are you born and raised in Houston? I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. And where are your parents from? My mother is from Houston. She's from the same neighborhood as me, Third Ward. My father's from Nigeria. Okay, so how did he get to Houston? Okay, real question. So my father was in the Nigerian Civil War when he was a teenager. This really major thing that changed the landscape of Nigeria and a lot of Africa. Oh. After that war ended, he was on the on the losing side of that war. Mm. Shit was really fucked up. You know, they he was were displaced. totally like mad people starved. It was it's it's really a traumatic thing. Oh damn. But after that he scrapped up some funds and he moved to the US. First he came to Oklahoma. Wait, what? Worked, worked there for a while and felt like it was too cold and moved down to Houston. Now Houston has the most Nigerians outside of Nigeria except for London. And I think no a way. lot of Nigerians come to that. Houston because the climate is so similar to Nigeria. Uh, look at us learning stuff. Okay, on the Snapple facts come through. Come this is on, great. facts under the cap of a Snapple. Um, so wait, okay, so your dad moved to Houston. Yeah, he went to Oklahoma. I would have. How would've do you thought, end up yeah, there? I would have think. I, don't know. I would have went to Detroit because that's like the cheapest place to live. Uh, Twelve dollar house. <laughs> I think he must have flew to New York first and then got the fuck out of there. <laughs> he and came he to just Oklahoma. had a layover in New York. He didn't. <laughs> yeah. stay he was in like, New York. it's cold and dirty and expensive. Yeah. Nah. What what else is there? Oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, he luckily got his ass to the H and he went to the University of Houston. He was a janitor to pay for his studies. And my mom was a TA in his German class because my mom majored in German. She got her master's in uh, Munich. And when she came back from Germany, she was a a TA. She is. She was a TA in this class and he was failing. And she stepped to him and was like, you should drop this class. And Mm. they started fucking. This is a love story. This I hope that you're doing your your pilot right now. She (laughs) said you should drop this class so she could bang him. It worked out because, nigga, I'm here. Wow. That's Wow, that is a compelling love story that we need to see in the movies. This is a rom-com. You could star in it. 
as you a mom? Can start you can it. star as the music You could be my dad, Marie. <laughs> you could be my mom sitting there. <laughs> Tony, it's time to go. Tony, you're such an idiot. (laughs) Unacceptable. I mean, I could be a janitor, though. I got, yeah, I could do it. Uh, Hilarious. Okay, so you you were in Houston all your life. Born and raised there. I never left Houston until I was like 23, and that's when I first moved out. I moved to L.A. That's my first time moving out of my parents' house. 23? Yeah. Okay. I got a record deal. And me and my buddies humble brag. decided to, humble I mean, it's brag. not even, but like record deal, it wasn't like, you know, I got hella rich, but I, I mean. finally got some money and could move somewhere else and start my life. And I, I moved around a lot. I moved to LA. We stayed there for six months. Then I kind of moved to Brooklyn. I wasn't living here properly, but I was crashing with friends for like mm. damn near a year. You were a vagabond. Yeah. I, I was a straight vagabond. He was a rolling then stone. Then I took my bitch ass back to Houston. Started living between Houston and Mexico City in 2016. Working on some turquoise jewelry. At the end of 16, I took my bitch ass back to L.A. And now I'm back in Brooklyn. Have you killed someone? Because this is too much hopping around to <laughs> sound like, like some America's most wanted realness. Yeah, what's I up? I just like to travel and like check out the, the vibe. I, I feel like as an artist, it's been to my benefit to live in different places and connect with so many different people. It influences my work and mm. it just builds my network and it's just fun. And all these cities are really beautiful and really important to my whole development. Okay, well, let's talk about the people in Houston. Are yeah. they attractive? Because in my mind, the men are like big, bearded football players and the women are all fat. Yes, Houston no? got a lot of fat motherfuckers. <laughs> Back right. in middle school, Houston was declared the fattest city in America. I believe it. There's That'll a lot easy. of unhealthy ass niggas in Houston, but I think that that is starting to change. Over the last few years, I've I've seen so many vegan and vegetarian and health conscious places, especially in my neighborhood, in my very black neighborhood of Third Ward. Why is it called Third Ward? Yeah, it's just broken down into wards, kind of like New Orleans is mm-hmm. broken down into into wards. So there's First Ward, Second Ward, yes, Third Ward. Yes, but when I hear ward, I feel like that means it's poor. Yeah, ward is like a neighborhood. Mm. But ward doesn't sound like right. a neighborhood. Ward sounds like. Ugh. Yeah. Like you know? almost well, like jail y'all. or prison or something <laughs> right. like that. Ward. Yeah. I'm a ward of the state. Ward, cell block, ward nine. Yeah, ward number two. Yeah. <laughs> Seventh ward. Yeah. I'm I feel just... like that's where the levees broke. Is It was in the <laughs> wow. ward. Seventh ward. Right? Yeah, exactly also, it what feels like said. It feels like war. Like it's, like it's a war. Wait, so have, have y'all ever been to Houston? No. Have but I have a friend Have y'all ever been Houston. to Texas? I had a layover in Texas once. I would say Houston is also like the cultural capital of Texas. If you're going to visit Texas, I would say go to Houston Houston. first. You're going to get a little bit of everything. It's the most diverse city in America, according to the L.A. Times and a lot of other really (laughs) smart people. According to the L.A. Times. Tony, who are you? (laughs) Tony, Encyclopedia Brown. Yo, you are the ambassador of Houston. (laughs) I really am. You got a key to the city or not? You should be the I have my mayor. own day in Houston. I got a proclamation last year. July 28th is Fat Tony Day in Houston. Oh. Who do we have here as the guests? I'm, what's going on? <laughs> this is nuts. I, listen, I just want you to know, I found out the same time y'all did that he got a day <laughs> in Houston. Houston ain't shit if they giving you a day. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like, you got, your, you got your ankles all out. I'm overwhelmed. This is a lot. But, um... Okay, what does that mean that you have your own day? That's what it so is. What you, do they do? You you get a proclamation from the city and they name it "quote unquote Fat Tony Day." Right, 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 right. No, but what do we do on your day? Right. So last year I threw a concert. 
this year I want to do some other shit. Like, like I want to start doing an event every year where I go to Houston and have some kind of party. Maybe it gives to a charitable cause. This is oh. something that is a work in development. Charitable because cause I, sounds cause like I a... got the proclamation in July last year because it just fit with like the city schedule. Mm. But I'd actually like to move it to my birthday, March 24th. So I need to holler at oh, the Oh, you trying to switch the date to something else? So narcissistic, <laughs> yeah, because I, cause I, I want see. it to be Because I just feel like, you know, I want it to be a date that is important to me, not just a random ass date. But, but honestly, if I'll you think about it, get. like if they're going to give you a day, wouldn't you want it to be your birthday too, Sid? Yeah. No. Like my day is my birthday. It when is, is your I'm birthday? September 23rd. I'm gonna give you something. When's your birthday? February the second. It passed. It just passed. Oh, damn. Yeah. My but also, like, I feel like Cindy, when I met you, you were one of these people who celebrated your birthday for a full month. Yeah, but That's I don't extra. I don't I don't have <laughs> friends anymore. So I'm like, actually I could do it one day. Mm, Celebrate right. for a, a whole month. But That's on extra your birthday, don't you feel like, oh, everybody should be congratulating me and saying happy birthday and buying me things? Everything should be comped. Right. But Everything the should be on comped. my birthday. That's why my birthday should be, you know, Marie Faustin Day. Martin Luther King Day is on his birthday. Yeah. Is it, right? Uh, yeah. It's on my grandma's birthday. I actually have no idea when. I'm like the Martin Luther King of Houston, Texas. Uh, did you march? I march every Chubby day. Chubby niggas? That told me. <laughs> I, have, I don't feel like the Martin Luther King of Houston would be wearing polo. So sorry. Nigga, what? Yes, yeah. he would. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. Martin Luther King would be wearing like a. I don't know. Like a blazer or something. Yeah, like yeah. more business attire. No church. Thanks. He would look like a like a deacon. Yeah. Well, I tell you right now, I don't go to no damn church. Okay. <laughs> well, but I feel like the churches are are thick in Houston. They are. They are. Oh, church heavy, heavy. Joel Osteen, the biggest, richest church nigga of all time, <laughs> is nigga. in Houston. Oh, he's the one that Lake, there was like a, church. a flood or a hurricane or something and he wouldn't open his Harvey, church doors. Yep. Hurricane Harvey a couple years ago. Really fucked up situation. The it, church was all dry and they were like, oh, it's underwater. That's why y'all can't come here. And people went to the church and they were like, there's no damage down here. Yeah, but he's a he's a big right wing fuck boy. I don't rock with Joe Osteen at all. We don't fuck with him either. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that dude. Thank you. you ain't shit. Fuck your church. Well, no, don't say fuck. Nah, your church, fuck please. his church. Oh. <laughs> Have you ever been to one of these mega churches? My grandmother on my mom's side was Baptist and went to a church that became like a big ass church in her time. Mm-hmm. And I remember going there to see Mace preach. Ah, she was oh, like, Mace, Mace was on his church tour. Mace yes, and Betha? Yes. She was, she was like, yo, this like rappers coming to my church. You would like it. Come and see it. And it was Mace. And he was talking mad shit about Diddy. How what? Was he preaching? <laughs> he, was, he, he was just preaching. came in and talked shit about Diddy. He was like, yo, the music industry is evil. Puff Daddy, y'all, Sean, Mr. Combs, he ain't living right. He was going in about the music business and Bad Boy and Diddy. And but I left Mace went back to music like four times exactly. after that. Exactly. So he, he, he went back to music shortly after that. He went, he went to church <laughs> to do a diss track. That's what it was. Exactly. <laughs> there, was a, there was a full uh-huh. choir behind him. That's Ooh, overwhelming. Happy day. And he was just yelling. Have you ever been to one of these mega churches? I have not. I like I went to, you know, church growing up as mm-hmm. a kid. It was mm-hmm. a big deal. But as soon as I got out, I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. I went to Hillsong a couple times and like, that's cool. I went there and like they had raised so much money that I was like, oh, this is a cult. There's no yeah. way. Who is raising almost like it was over half a mil. How when did they raise how how long did it take for them to raise that much money though? 
they went to all of the church. They had went like did like a tour. So I feel like a month. Well, they got churches all over the world. Yeah. So that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was in Miami when I was a kid and my dad took us to this mega church. We got into the church and there were like three levels of escalators. Like <laughs> to get to like the mezzanine up top to watch the service. And I was like, are we at a mall right now? Like it was crazy. And it was a bunch of you know, sweaty black folks and ashy Haitians. And, <laughs> and I was like, this is the most boring. But it was like crazy to see like all the three screens or whatever. Like it was crazy. Just seems a little bit much. You know what I mean? It is. A, it kind of takes you out of it kind of takes you out of the zone of wanting to give to the spirit. You know, when it's all this gaudy shit happening. Right. It's like, what? Beyonce about to come out. What's happening here? Speaking of Beyonce, Beyonce yeah, she's from Houston. Houston yeah. Beyonce is from my neighborhood, Third Ward. And oh, her wow. childhood home was one street over from me. Okay, well, let's talk about this. I feel like the people want to know, yes. can Beyonce read? Oh, is there a debate about her, her reading skills? There's a debate about she, her. Have you ever heard Beyonce speak? Yeah, she... Be- Beyonce looks and sounds like a Houston girl from my neighborhood. She is exactly like every yellow bone girl that I knew growing yellow up. Yellow bone girl. I thought they called them red bone. That's that's a different type of tone. Mm, thank you for a red bone has <laughs> has like a different type of complexion. Yellow bone is, is has like a yellow type I of complexion. I thought yellow. You heard that? A yellow type of con- oh I- yellow. Houston niggas also love. Yellow bone girls, it is kind of a sickness, honestly. Uh, it's a disease. It's a disease. Yeah. Um, Get well soon. I mean, how is Houston doing, seeing that, like, Beyonce's from there? I mean, it kind of, like, puts y'all more on the map. Man, Houston, Texas in general, Texans love themselves. Texans love any product that's from Texas, anybody that's from Texas. Texas beef. So her being such a big fucking star, Houston... People are proud as shit and are bragging about it this very moment. I'm doing it right now. Clearly. You're so hyped. I was like, is Beyonce related to you? He was like, my house is around the corner from my house. If I stand on my tiptoes in my mom's bathroom, I can see her. I can see her childhood room. Like, come on, Tony. (laughs) She wasn't there when you was there. Did you ever meet her? her. I have never met her. So but wait, I you got a date after you, cool. and you've never met Beyonce. That doesn't correlate. It doesn't go together. Yeah, Fat Tony Day, you should have Beyonce come. Yeah. I'm gonna pull some strings. <laughs> you better pull some some real big strings. <laughs> now it's now Beyonce. The way she looks is that like the norm in Houston? Like how I would say how that are the girls that women are beautiful? What's your in what's your type actually? What is with my type? I'm looking I'm looking at your look, and I look like you like check other. But I don't really have a type. Uh, you know? White women. That when mm-hmm. we say I don't have a type. I don't really white women. have a type. I'm, I like mm-hmm. all kind of girls, black girls, Mexican girls, Asian girls. It don't really matter. Mm. That sounds like others still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she she got to be exotical. Nah, I think it's corny when like niggas are like, "Yo, it's got to be exotic looking." I I also think that that's like super fucking lame. It's self-hate in that. It is. Yeah, There's self-hate in like being like, "Yes, my mother looks like this, but I don't want anybody that looks like that." You need to look yeah completely different from everything that I grew up around. I'm not a fan of that at all, but I do think people should love what they love, be into what they're into. You know? Oh, here you go. I honestly don't have a type. This Fat Tony Day. Fat Tony Day. <laughs> well, Kodak Black, ugh, I hate him. Is he from Houston? No, no he's from Florida. Okay. He's a dumb, he's a, he's a Haitian dude. Just a dusty little gremlin who looks like a turd that you might have stepped on and then been like, ah, and then you like wipe the poop off your shoe. He looks like that. 
And he was like, oh, I don't, you have to be light skinned to date yeah, me. Yeah, that is and lame was to like, me. But your teeth ain't even light. Yeah, but Kodak, whatever his name is, needs money to get those girls. Because nobody's going to talk to I'm a Kodak Black fan, by the way, even though he's very, why are you a very fan? problematic. He's an, he's an amazing rapper. Amazing he's, rapper. He's, he's, he's made that songs. That doesn't even enunciate his words. I'm disappointed. He's oh, made no, songs no, that no, are straight no, made no, my no, ass no. cry. I love his music. Okay, name a song cry. that made you cry. Man, I, I love his Painting Pictures album. Album. I, the I whole love thing. his. Man, I can't believe this. Man, I, I love his Heartbreak Kodak album that came out last year. I fuck with Kodak Black music, but he very problematic, and I gotta call it out. So I, you, I, I don't like him talking about. Him not fucking with dark skinned girls. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of his sexual assault case. He got a sexual assault case. He's yes, been arrested he like seven times. I and mean, he's got all up. those tattoos on his face. That makes sense. Ugh. And his bantu knots be looking real dry. <laughs> yeah. Just a dusty little. I didn't man. know that he was Haitian though. I, I can't believe I shared that with y'all. I'm really actually surprised at that. <laughs> he's Dominican. <laughs> he's a Dominican man that don't speak at the Spanish. All the secret Haitians out there. You know my nigga Eric Andre. He's Haitian. I didn't know that. Yeah, but he's we, also half Jewish. Yes. Yeah, his mom's Jewish. He's very wild. He's, he is a wild ass nigga. That's he's for sure. on the spectrum. No, shout out to Eric. <laughs> 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 no, wait, but, but Fat Tony, um, can you talk about like the music that's in Houston? Sure. Besides Beyonce. Okay, so Houston is one of the most important rap cities of all time. Oh, here we go. You know, <laughs> DJ Screw. Screw. Thank you, DJ Screw. Rap a lot records. Artists like Zero and Little Flip. I'm, oh, I, mean, I like Zero. Zero's the, Zero Flip. and Kodak kind of have a similar vibe to their music. Mm-hmm. They, they both make that like vulnerable street nigga music. Mm-hmm. But I can understand Zero when he raps. Wow. Um, okay, and then is Paul Wall from Houston? Paul Wall is from Houston. Now, here's another thing about Houston. Houston is kind of divided into the north side and the south side. Mm-hmm. The north side of Houston, in my opinion, is a slightly different vibe from the South Side. Okay. And their artists growing up didn't really fuck with the South Side artists. Back when I was a child and I wasn't really so made beef. aware of this, there was a big beef. North North Side niggas and, and South Side niggas would rob each other, get into fights, kill each other. Like growing up as a kid, I never went to the North Side. I only stayed on the South Side of town. I well, had which no side is the better south. side? Well, Beyonce's there, from the South Side. I would say this. The North Side, in my opinion, has is mm-hmm. think about it it's kind of like the more countryside ah, there's a neighborhood there called acre homes oh, right so they got porches and whatnot there's like a lot more ranches and it just feels like it's Ranch. more of like more of like an old school vibe where the south side is where the downtown is it's like more of a metropolitan vibe a lot of colleges are on the south side so um, why are they fighting? Paul Wall's a, a north side nigga by the way uh-huh. and I do mean nigga Okay. Why are they? But why are they fighting? It sounds like but they're it both sides some, are doing well. It was just they some mad about dumb the ranches. Beef. It was and... just some dumb beef. And a lot of the rap artists were from the South Side at first. It, it wasn't until artists like Paul Wall and Slim Thug and Mike Jones Slim broke Thug into the Thug. mainstream. Mike Jones, they switched the house. They Mike are Jones. all from the North Side. What oh. is Mike Jones doing? Probably trying to pay his taxes off. <laughs> <laughs> How much he owed a lot of money in taxes? Hell yeah, that nigga did. Oh my god! But who? Well, who doesn't? Okay, I mean, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay, so you're a big music fan. You're a musician. Sydney yeah. said, "When I got here, you had taken your shirt off to show her a tattoo that you have on your body." Oh yeah, I I got a couple, but I was showing her my Prince tattoo right above my Bikini Kill tattoo, and um. 
Prince is my number one favorite artist of all time. Nigga is changed he from my life. Houston? He's not. He's from no. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I don't even know where that but is on a map. Houston niggas do love Prince like a motherfucker. <laughs> favorite, your fa- your top three Prince songs. Ooh, okay. Let's, let's go around the table. Um, Ballad of Dorothy Parker, Erotic City. Mm. I don't know these. Me neither. City and Cruise. Raspberry Beret. Those are going to be my top okay, three right, right now. Right, right, you know? right, but right. I'm a, I'm like a super fan. I'm like obsessed with this nigga's music. It's hard for me just to pick a top three. Better for me to pick a top three albums. You dig? And I would you say okay, Dirty Mind, mm-hmm. number one, Sign of the Times, and Parade. My three favorite So did Prince you have records. three favorite Prince songs? I'm so embarrassed, but no. Oh. I like I know of Prince. Obviously, I've heard his music yeah. when he wow. passed away. Everybody was blasting it, but like I didn't have that type of connection with him. I know he's like iconic and mm-hmm. obviously has changed the way the way niggas wear blouses. But yeah, no way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And like the Dave Chappelle skit, like I was like, oh, yeah. Prince. But I I, I don't it. have a specific song that I'm like, yes. Do you think that Prince is too dated for people our age and younger? Well, see, Prince and Michael Jackson were contemporaries. Yes. So most people went the Michael Jackson, like mainstream people went yeah. the Michael Jackson route. Um, but I I mean, I don't know. I They didn't listen to Prince. At, I, I think Prince is something that like your parents listen to. Yeah. And if they listen to it, that's how you know his music. My parents didn't listen to Prince. Yeah. I feel um, like Prince is like a big cult following. Like a lot of people who are really into him are like me, who are like get really like deep, deeply, deeply obsessed. I mean, you got really a tattoo of, him, of his face or his body? I have a tattoo of his symbol. Ah. But it also says Prince. Yeah. And, you know, for like me, Prince is like more than just the music. It's kind of an identity thing because growing up musically, it was really inspiring for me to see him a black man who touched every genre from funk to rock music. You know, it, it was great to see a man that didn't stick to gender roles. No. Yeah, he threw was a, not he afraid threw a, a to wear boot anything. On? Oh, and he knew, how to, he knew how to cat-eye the fuck out of his lids. It was great. <laughs> yeah. that, that was really important to me because growing up, I wasn't with the super masculine shit. Mm. I was a black guy that made rap music and played rock music. And it, just seeing him was like, wow, this is somebody that I can really identify with. You know, someone that's not afraid to break barriers and be more inclusive. Okay, you're clearly a Prince expert as well. I mean, if he was here and you were able to meet him, what would you say to him? I would love to just listen to him because I feel like the, the nigga spit a lot of game. You know, he has a lot of game. Also, he was like the, the perfect business. amount of shady. Like the perfect yeah. amount of shady. Yes, his interviews. You see him in the audience. You're like, okay, he, auntie. He, he, yeah. he knew how to cut a mean right. side eye. Yeah. Just like, mm. Is that, is that what we're doing? And that's I think that's why he had like a cult because he was very specific. Yeah. He wasn't like a people's pleaser. He yeah. was like, this is what the fuck I'm doing. And I, actually, I don't want to work with everybody. I really yeah. don't. And I, I admire that. I want to work with. That is how I feel as a musician. Like, I'm not worried about just working with who is the hottest or whatever. I want to work with people that share my vision and want to make music that is specific and unique and mm. kind of goes against the grain you know when when i see music going one way i'm always trying to go the other way have you worked with anybody from houston <laughs> hell houston? yeah maxo cream ill faded i worked with a lot of houston niggas. who's ill faded I'm he is a producer he works with this artist dice soho who is signed to mike dean's label you say mike, mike a dean lot of people that are from like, houston who, 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 mike, mike <laughs> dean is a producer and an engineer who got his start working with Rap Records in 
Houston, and now he works with Kanye West, Travis Scott. Oh, huge right. name in music. Kardashian niggas. <laughs> 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 right, 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 right. Yeah. Now, do you have any advice? Like, if me and Sydney were like, oh, you know what? We should start doing music. Yes. What's, what's step one? All right, step one, I would say... Don't write nothing down. Just try to see what comes out of yourself first. Because ah. I think a big mistake a lot of people make is trying to make music that they think sounds like something that they want rather than just listen to what the actual voice is. Find your voice that way first and foremost. And then try so to listen acquire to the, track the skills. And then write the song. Yes. Nigga, you ain't got to worry. We ain't writing shit down. Yeah, okay? We are, everything is very, like, free-flowing, like, riffing, like, off the top of the dome type of situation. So <laughs> nothing's going to rhyme. No, it's, not at all. Dude, do, do y'all have any musical talent? Oh, wow, wow, wow. Of course we <laughs> well, do. Well, you know, I didn't want to say anything. We sing every week <laughs> on this damn Can podcast. Can I please hear something? I didn't no, want to. No, we don't. Know, we don't, no, I don't no, hear. No. There's nothing. How about you feel, first, Marie? Solo. I don't feel anything. <laughs> She's uninspired. Um, speaking of music, wasn't Selena... Selena was based in Texas, yes? She's from Corpus Christi, but played her last concert in Houston at the Astrodome. And there's a big Houston icon. Like, I'm, I'm also a crazy big fan of her. Sleeping. Okay, you see that? Sing it. Fine. Okay, no, 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 keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. Think of you. Okay, then you stop, you stop, you stop, you stop, you stop. We should have stopped. We good. We good. We good. Do you hear the people in the back? Yes, I do. They all shut the fuck up. Okay, so now do you think, because if Selena hadn't died... J-Lo wouldn't be here. You agree or disagree? Ooh, this is a good combo right. now. I was just talking about this, and I do agree because that movie changed her entire right, career. Right, right, Because J-Lo as a performer, she can dance, but mm. J-Lo is not, she's not a singer. I just think her playing the role of such an icon, mm-hmm. whether, and she, whether she did a great job or not, was automatically going to put her up as like, yeah. wow, you're incredible. You just played somebody that we really revered, what, that we really missed and lost. What Selena did for J-Lo is what Ray Charles did for Jamie Foxx. Exactly. That's what it was. Exactly. Ooh. And and because J- because people knew about Jamie Foxx and he was getting stuff, but after Ray, it just took him to I mean, the he top echelon. He won an Oscar for it. Yeah. So, and he killed the role. He did. He really nailed Fox. it. That's Basically, a Texas nigga. Oh. He from oh. Tyler, Texas. Eric Bishop. Look at us. Wow. Everything's connected. Oh, yeah. my God. Look, look, we just, look how small the world is. So Y'all are great such at what good we hosts. do. Yeah. Honestly, I. Didn't want to say it, Honest, but and we're you. being really nice today. Like yes. we haven't really said a single mean thing today. Honest, we this could be is a, weird. We could be a lot meaner than this. This is very Besides strange. talking about my beautiful ankles. Oh, uh, well, no, we could have really roasted them yeah. ankles. Roast them, come them on, them tiny nigga. ass, thin ass point guard nigga, ankles. I got nice ankles. I wish. Don't you dare take your shoe off and put it on the table. We don't even want to. Up. I mean, you do. You shave. You be narrowing. You have nice legs. Thank you. Ooh, For thank a you. short guy. Thank you. I'm not sure. I'm five ten. That's yeah. average. When a man says he's five ten, that means he's five eight and a half. Yeah. What average? Kiss my sense? ass. What sense is the average? <laughs> what? I'm What's short. Average? You're average for a middle of the mall niggas, but like, I mean, that's not. <laughs> yes, did you say you're average? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I mean that's. How, producer, how, what is your height? Six, 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 
Nigga, you was not 6'2. Sit your little ass down. Sit your little ass down. Okay. Andrew was like, pull up the average. 6'2 average? No, we don't know. We don't know. He got the fuck up. He was like, what? The skinny jeans unrolled all the way. You see that? Andrew almost pulled his dick out and put it right on the table. Like, there it is. 6'2, nigga. He said, I'm sorry, you're 5'1? What? I can't hear you over your shortness. Andrew said, shut your Keebler elf ass up. I love that. That was a great moment. Shadore it. Can we clap for that? That was... Thank you. That is our cute... White man reclaiming his time. (laughs) (laughs) Reclaiming his time. (laughs) Reclaiming his height. He said, I'm 5'10". The nerve. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. Houston, food. Let's talk about it. Yep. Let's, let's talk about Houston got it's some great food. It's always bigger in what Texas y'all, or whatever. What, y'all known, so what, what, what are y'all known for? We're known for that smoked barbecue. Yes. Mm. Okay, so what that means like they cover it while it's on the grill? Yes, yes. It's it's just a different style of cooking it. And, you know, I'm really not an, an expert on this because I don't even eat meat. <laughs> but, um, mm. it don't look like they you cook either, it. but whatever. I do cook. What you be cooking? You be, uh, be slicing steaming broccoli. Vegetables. Tofu, sis. Slice it. I don't be cooking soy at my crib, but I be cooking hella vegetables to be currying that bitch up. Be oh, you be julienne the carrots? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. What's your go-to? I go- could cook something go-to? that could change y'all life. Man, honestly, I eat the same thing every night. Me and my girl make the same thing damn near every night for it like two boring. years now. But we, we like switch it up with different vegetables and different spices. But it is essentially just a shitload of vegetables in a pot, stewed up. With uh, beans, and the, and the beans can, can rotate from kidney beans to garbanzo to black beans. And we eat that bitch with a tortilla or a pita or it maybe some like farro. It like after y'all finish cooking, y'all be hungry again. We be full, nigga. We, You'd be like, what? oh my God. Y'all seem like a pee. camping ass couple. Like y'all just be in the hills somewhere. Just like I don't camp, tent. but I do like to hike. And I'm going on a good one tomorrow morning. Oh. Here? Somewhere in the Catskills or something. Me and my partner going out there. Partner. You heard Here. that? Partner. <laughs> You are truly different, Fat Tony, and that's great. So wait, so you got the barbecue down. Anything else that's like... Well... That stands I, out? I have to talk about this because <laughs> I made a song about it called Drive Through. Mm, what okay. a burger. What a burger? What, what a, burger. a burger is the fast food staple of Houston, Texas. Oh, that's y'all in and out That is our in and out That's our fat burger. That's our Shake Shack, that weak-ass shit y'all eat here in New York. Uh-uh. What a burger is incredible. I used very to eat aggressive. it many, 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 many times when I was a child. Yeah, but what's the fries like? Because the fries, the fries at In-N-Out are, are trash. What a burger is the best fast food chain, hands down. Wow. The Listeners? only thing rivaling it is Del Taco because they got hella options. Del Taco. See, they don't, I don't have a, a Del a Taco. I don't, eat, I, don't I don't eat fast food. My body is a mother effing temple. So I don't either. I don't but, care. But uh, what a burger. Sydney, you have a question for the listeners? Yes. I mean, listeners. Is he is he right about this Whataburger? I mean, I've never even heard of Whataburger. I've never heard. Speak it, on it, Texas it niggas. On back me up. Is it on? Is it on the map? Is it on the map? Like, is it one billion served? Is it just one Whataburger? Or like, if I go to Houston, they're all over the place. Like, you know, niggas ain't cultured. Ah, you not. You gonna say that on our podcast? You not cultured. We've literally had every single weird, beautiful, sexy person on this podcast. And here you are telling us that we not culture. First of all, well, this podcast is for the culture. Honor. It's for y'all to, ed- you, the expert, to educate us. We're here just open, listening to what you're talking about. With so how fucking dare you open. call us uncultured? 
Rude. Will I be the first person to get kicked off this podcast? Nah, we I have don't... we have fifteen minutes, but we gonna we gonna keep it we gonna keep it real tight. I don't know if we should it's air gonna, this. It's gonna be four more minutes. I think Sydney says she don't want to air this. I don't want to air this. This is unacceptable. What? Tony, <laughs> Tony, how you gonna fix this? Don't tell me I waste my motherfucking morning. Y'all better air this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the Houston confidence that this man has. Yeah, this is Sasha Fierce right here, sis. Yeah. Thank he showed you. up in his Capri culottes, mm-hmm. his gauchos, talking about y'all ain't got no culture. Uh, you ain't got no pants on. Yeah. <laughs> you think you 5'10 because your pants are short, but your legs ain't long. Okay. And you showed and you came in here and you showed me your chest and whatnot, and I feel like you could still go back to the No, gym. no, 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 no. <laughs> I was showing you my tattoo. You showed me your chest. I was showing you my tattoo. I saw your specifically. little areolas. You just happened to see the areola. <laughs> you got a little You have rat nipples, just to let you know. Uh, my nipple, my, my nipple actually getting hard right no, now. It's it's really, no, it's really Cindy, this talk is turning him on. Oh my god. The little chest hair that you have on. I think you need some like Latisse for the chest hair. Oh, Do you think I need more chest hair? Let yeah. me see your chest hair. Undo okay. the top. Button. It's a struggly ass chest hair. No, no, no. I can see. Oh, uh, yeah. Y'all, you don't need more? No. It's like a you, you, because the chest is kind of bird like. Yeah, I told it's, you there's no definition. It's bird. You, you tell me I got a bird chest. Yes. Yeah. It's dainty. You Wait, wait, wait. You telling me. Yes. Do you pro- speak English? <laughs> do, you, do you understand? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you need to do some chest press or whatever. Nah, the fuck. You gotta do some push ups, really. The nerve of this nigga. How dare you? <laughs> Yeah. I thought it was cool. Button up that corduroy and get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) But a little ass wrist. (laughs) Yeah, dainty. He he got the Ray Charles lady wrist. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going back on track. So Tony, I've never I've never been to Houston. So tell me things that I should do if I go there. Touchdown, where am I going first and then where am I ending my night? Okay, Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. One thing that you should definitely do is visit the museums. We have some of the best art museums in the motherfucking world. Okay, oh, that's from, culture from, from that I don't have. Arts, <laughs> from the Fine Arts Museum to the Contemporary Art Museum to the Manil, I think you can spend the first half of your day hitting all three of those. Mm. That's a good like three, four hours if you really put the time so in. So I'm wiping out my whole day for museum. Okay, I think it's worth it. Right. I think it's worth it. Okay. You should You're also. Right. <laughs> Go to Papado's, which is a seafood restaurant that Ooh, is a staple yeah, of Houston, Texas. Papado's no. is like where I'd go for my graduations when I got a good report card. It's it's like so it's where every Friday. It's, it's, it's where every black family goes to stunt or Roy to have brunch. Oh. oh, it's y'all Red Lobster. It's way live in, in Red Lobster. It's Don't play me. It's what nigga, don't you dare. When you're here, your family. <laughs> don't you dare. Papados. When you here. Why don't I just go to Papados first and then go to the museum? Okay. But you gonna be go to Papados. Oh, sure. Go to Papados, then take a I nap. I don't feel like Papados is, is really morning food. Like going to the museum is a morning activity. Right. Is it? Yes. Okay. Okay. So you go to museums. Okay. You hit Papados. If you're still hungry, you go to Frenchie's Chicken in Third Ward, Houston, I'm gonna Texas. I'm going to be hungry. Ooh. Yes. Frenchie's Chicken. Frenchie's. Yes. Back in my meat eating days. Best fried chicken on the planet. Third gotta, Ward staple. Ooh, they got some, a good Some like, Creole niggas stew. on it. Yum, 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 yum. Very so yum. So tea in the nose in them. Okay. Basically, you need to eat a lot of food because you're going to probably go to Whataburger after that too. Uh, Whataburger. So go basically, Whataburger. I got to go there. I haven't eaten for days. Yes, yes. Touch down, yes. go to the museum, build up my appetite some yes. more. Then yes. go to Papado's because I'm like famished. And then I'm like, it's seafood, so I'm not going to be that. Right, right. Full. It's going to be it's gonna be like a, a moose bouche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you take your ass to the Galleria. 
aka the Gallo. It is a mall. Mall. I was like, that it sounds is, like a mall. It's like the eighth biggest mall in the world. The Gallows sound also- like where they kill people. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going there. The Gallows? Nah. <laughs> they so gonna- is it like Crenshaw Market? Is it kind of like that? No, uh, maybe it's more like Beverly Center. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, Beverly Center. Big shopping area Big, big in shopping, LA. fancy, flashes. Is there like a boutique specifically known to Houston that I should go to in this mall? No. <laughs> <laughs> they Actually, got an express you know what? How, how about this? Johnny, Johnny Dang, TV Johnny, the man who makes the best grills. His shop is, is in, in the gallery. The gallery. Okay. You should go, go get, get a grill, grill from Johnny Dang in the gallery. Johnny Dang? Can I Johnny use Dang. your he name? Is, he is a Vietnamese man. Oh, okay. Houston also has a big Vietnamese community. Okay, so it's a lot of, uh, what was the food that they be eating over there? Pho. 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 Love pho. I love Vietnamese food. It's like my comfort food. Can I, I can I use your name at this grill's place? Yeah, tell him, tell him it's Fat Tony. Fat so Tony thanks. told me to come here and he said that I get a 50% discount. <laughs> he said actually, put it on his tab. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, Johnny, Johnny Dang, TV Johnny shit is actually great quality and it's affordable. Is he the George Foreman he of Houston? He got good prices. I swear to God. George Foreman is from Houston. Look he at is, that. You so are, I have to go. So I have to go get a George Foreman while I'm in the mall. Like yes, go and buy a George Foreman grill. <laughs> lean, and go mean, get a grill from TV Johnny. Okay. And now your evening. Yes. I think if you okay. go to the Houston, sun is setting. yes, that's true. You have sure. to go to a strip club. Ah, Houston is a motherfucking strip club city. From B Live to Onyx. Onyx. I've heard of. Onyx. I've heard of Onyx. Yeah. I think you should spend your entire night there. Eat some wings. Uh huh. Yes. Throw some money. Well, Show off okay. your new grill. I'm not. Have my foreman grill. I have my foreman grill at the yes. strip club and be yes. like, oh, "These strippers look hungry. I'm just here to help." Make them paninis. <laughs> Make, Make them, them paninis. Okay. Oh, I love paninis. Yeah. Okay, I got that. I'll t- I've, honestly, I might do that. That sounds like promising. Honestly, that sounds like a cute day, but I'm not hitting three museums in one day. So I'll do said, one museum one and if, then slowly if you only drive do by the one. I would say go to the Manil because you're going to get a lot of classic stuff and contemporary stuff and it's really short. You could probably spend like an hour max there. Heard that, Sydney? We could be in and out in 20 minutes. I think that's, <laughs> that's my shit. I think that's more of my speed. 20 yeah, minutes. 20 minutes. Just run through the music. Okay, real one night stand. You got to pay or is it one of these suggested donation separate places? And also you need to rent a car because Houston is a car city. You ain't getting nowhere mm. if, if you're trying to bust it and if you're going to Uber everywhere, you're going to break the bank. Okay. Okay, cool. Rent cool, you cool. a car. Rent so you a slab and go to McGregor Park. A slab? What? Is that so, like a slab of meat? A slab is um is like an old school car. It's like a Cadillac that bitch kitted out. It got candy paint on it. Really ah, bright, beautiful. And, and McGregor Park is a park in loads. my neighborhood where every Sunday all the niggas that have slabs and fly ass cars pull up and basically put on a car show. Okay, so it's I should happening. go there on a Sunday so yes. I could do all this stuff and go to the car show before the Onyx? Yes, because okay. you're going to probably make some friends that want to go to the strip club with oh, you. And we can pay them their money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you will find niggas, you, you, you will definitely find niggas in Houston that want the trick on you. <laughs> okay, now let's take a step back because we are slim, built, sexy women. Yeah. I feel like, you know, Houston is a city in my mind of like thighs and butts. That is how, a fact. How would we do with our sexy ass size two bodies? I think you find some niggas out there that love slim girls too, mm. and you y'all would be like exotic to them. It's like, oh, we don't get this every day. Ooh. Oh, baby, I can see all of your bones. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Houston loves fat asses, thick people. Everybody think it, it, it was the fattest city at one point. You yeah, know, right. that's the culture. 
But it's fine. There's people out there for everybody. So everybody's I'm not, got a type. I'm not too worried. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there a cute gay community, like a queer yes, section there is. for me? Um, LGBTQ. There's a neighborhood mm-hmm. called Montrose that is traditionally the gay and queer community. Mm. Um, Montrose. There, there's a lot of dope gay bars over there, too. Yeah, what's a spot that I would thrive in, you know? I would say just go to Montrose and there's this, this like little section where it's mad bars and clubs. Mm-hmm. Just hit any of those. I've been to a few of them. I don't know the names of them. Mm. I just go One of those late my nights in Houston, me. huh? And you're like, I'm in a gay bar. I don't know what gay bar. I'm, you know, I'm just well, here with the gay gal. here. Yeah. I'm with here my, with the gals. Here with, me, here with my partners. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, we just riding up, pulling up. Candy we support painted. and we allies and whatnot, yeah. ally niggas. <laughs> Just park my slab across from this yeah. gay club. Mm-hmm. Yes, love it. Here for it. Okay, um, is it expensive to live in Houston? I would say it's pretty damn affordable. For like such a big-ass city, it's probably the most affordable major city in this country. You can get a nice place there, about 1000 bucks a month. For how many, be- how many bedrooms? I, I had an apartment there that was 750 It was two bedrooms. Oh. Big ass living room, and it was in the middle of Third Ward, right near downtown. How close to Beyonce's house? <laughs> Beyonce old house or her current? Beyonce house? old house, because you said Third Ward. About ten minutes. Okay, well that sounds to me that sounds great. I'm here for it. Houston, great, you know, great place. I feel like it. you represented it really well. Very hard. I like, love the I, age. I, I feel like. If I needed somebody to come in and rep a place, you did a great job. Yeah, I, 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 would, I wouldn't Houston even rep New York as hard. <laughs> Nigga, I'd be like, go to New York. I'd be like, try not to get robbed. Yeah, uh, don't um, ask nobody for directions. Yeah, don't go to the Bronx. Put your put your um, wallet in your butt. Yeah, why the Bronx shame? Because the Bronx is far and dusty. Yeah, it's, it's just like, why would you go there? Like, what is your purpose? Like, you to go, go all to, the way up there for what? To the Yankee game? Like, ugh, you I don't go, like baseball that you much. You go all the way up there for a chopped cheese? You could get that in literally any borough. Yeah, um, it's just, an, it's it's unacceptable how far it is mm-hmm. from everything. Would you say that New York is y'all's favorite city? No. Nah, no. Absolutely not. What What is y'all's favorite city? I don't know. I don't know yet, but I know it. it this ain't it. Where else have you been that you loved? I really liked New Orleans. New Orleans is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the food there is amazing. Yeah. The people are nice for no reason. Just like real friendly. I love the culture And I there. liked Denver. Really? Yeah, Colorado. They Tell were real nice that. to me out there. Oh, yeah. I went for my birthday like last year and they were just giving me Did you go for drugs. the weed? They were giving me edibles. Like They were like, I was, we'd be in Ubers and people would be like, oh, it's your birthday? You're not from here? Drugs. Edibles. Denver's this cute. This is where you should go. I just feel like when I went, it just wasn't diverse enough for me. <laughs> no, but that's my. I, I was there with my sister, and sh- we both have like big, rude hair. So uh-huh. they were like, well, "What's happening over there?" Like we look like Dolly Parton drag queens out there. Mm. Like they, it was stuff that they don't see. So they, they were very open to us. I would love to go to New Orleans with you. Okay, well, I would love go. to. We gonna go now. Texas and Louisiana, close, close connection there. Houston is on the east side of Texas, close to that state. Mm. And growing up, I had mad friends from from New Orleans. We heard bounce music all the time. I would say if you're from Houston, you have that culture in you as much as Texas culture. Okay. Y'all be eating crawfish and stuff? Houston niggas love crawfish. I have never understood it. It looks gross. I have never understood it. good. I mean, I love love a gumbo or jambalaya, but I don't... Crawfish? No, thank you. Back in college... Our biggest e- event was our Black Student Union's Crawfish Boil. 
Hundreds yeah, but- of people would fucking come. We'd we'd hire a Zydeco band to play. That's that's Louisiana shit. Uh-huh. And it was just niggas pulling that little little shit trails out of the little fish. Ah! I just couldn't get yuck, it. It's yuck, gross. Yuck, yuck, yuck. No, Seth, no, no gracias. Yuck, yuck. Not for me. Yuck. I mean, I you know what? I feel like um, a place that I really liked was San Francisco, but it was really expensive. Yeah. It was so expensive, but I love um, just it looks great. And uh, well, everybody's so rich. Up yeah, there. so many yeah. homes, and you look, you walk out of your house, and you're like, "Damn, look at the skyline!" Like, I love I see the everything. It's it's the just, hills and stuff. Mm-hmm. The food is cute there too. Yeah. yeah, the Golden Gate Bridge is cute. You know, I mean, it's a pretty solemn, sad bridge. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you're trying to jump, that's the place. You know, <laughs> if you want to peace out, it's cute. You know mm. what I mean? Mm-mm. The seals are there; Mm-mm. they'll grace you. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the Bay, especially the East Bay. Berkeley, Emeryville, Oakland, that is my shit. Now, you know that's where I grew up, so... I am I was so happy when yeah. you, you told me that earlier. That that changed my entire feeling about you. I can't believe <laughs> wow. you asked me if I knew that. <laughs> I was I, Did I was you shocked. know? Imagine I was, I was like, shocked. no. Oh, yeah, imagine if I never imagine spoke I, about I, it. Oh, no. Imagine if I never spoke about now, it. Now, I already liked you. I thought you're a great, funny, wonderful person, but to add the Thanks, Bay Area yeah. to your repertoire... <laughs> You went up this much in my Your book. Your resume, sis. I was there when the when the hills were on fire, like that big fire. No in shit. Like, uh, Eighty nine. Mm. I was there. Wasn't there? There's uh, a big ass uh, earthquake. earthquake. I was there yes. too. Yep, I was there for. I've the... never felt an earthquake. Good for you. Thank you. It, mm. I mean, you're after, the only one. Yeah, you. after you so get blessed. a big earthquake like that, you shouldn't really be scared of anything because it was like, oh, we are gonna die. M- MC Hammer, Bay Area <laughs> legend. Oh, I was like, is he also from Houston? <laughs> you were shaking. I was like, is she having a seizure over there? The fuck What's, is going where, where are you supposed to, before we go, we got to get out of here. Where, uh, where are you supposed to go when the, the earth is shaking? The doorway? Under a table? Where do I stand? I honestly don't know. Oh, there's like a, there's like a system. I don't know. I just stay in my bed. I've I've only been through really mild earthquakes where nothing really shakes too much. You're like, just mm-hmm. feels a, a slight ooh. Sydney, do you know where you're supposed to stand? I don't know where you're supposed to stand, but you're supposed to talk to God for sure. Cute, gay, tall producer intern, Andrew, do you know where you're supposed to stand when there's an earthquake? Yes. The Yeah, because that's like the sturdiest part of a house. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna die. Anyway, Fed Tony, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being on time. Uh, thank you for being super disrespectful to us. Thank you. Talking about you look better than us. The lies that your short ass told today. I couldn't even believe the energy that you came in the with. The audacity of your dusty ass. I mean, you were playing music up top and then you were talking loud and you're like, I'm so tired. And I was like, actually, it seems like you're on coke, but it's fine. <laughs> it's totally, I was like, whatever floats your boat, sir. <laughs> you know that person at the party that's like, I'm so sober. And it's like, dude, your nose is running and you, you're bleeding. Dust all yeah. up and through There's your nose. No way that you're sober right now. So let me go powder my face. Yeah, you're yeah. high as fuck. Yeah, um, the your breath stinks here. and you stink. Night you, but the Thank people you. at the party. Yeah, the people I who are like really, you. I really fucking love y'all. Thanks. So y'all know. Yeah, well, you know, we work together, so I was oh, yeah. like, we should have Tony come. I contractually love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anybody have any final words before we go? Anybody? Anybody have anything they want to say? 
anything that we we missed about Houston, Sydney? You have something you want to say about MC Hammer or Chef Dang's grills? I don't I, I don't know. Fuh. Chef Dang, his <laughs> name is Johnny Dang, aka TV Johnny, and he the liveest Vietnamese nigga you ever meet. Do in you your have life. a contract with this dude? Because the way you're promoting him, I, I swear you're in the H. You're in well, cahoots with him. Well, listen, the way that you're pr- 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 promoting Johnny Dang, Chef Dang, TV Dang, whatever. I hope you have the same energy when pe- people ask you about this podcast. I absolutely will. I fuck with y'all. I fuck with y'all. Yeah, you got some deeply. followers and shit. You better repost this shit. You know I will. <laughs> I'm tired of niggas coming through and I'll be like, I'm, are you going to repost or what? And they're like, I'll re, I'll retweet. Uh, yeah, no, no, that you put. no, I need uh, you to fucking be happy about this because, you know, we be shady and don't let people on. I know y'all listening and have all pitched your expertise and I was like, yeah. yeah we just so blocked sorry. and reported as spam. Yeah, I can't really help you there, but... But, you know, listen to the pod, you know, that we got a Patreon if you, you know, want to listen to more of us. For the bonus episodes, jump on the Patreon. The unofficial expert page is always lit. There's new episodes on there, you know, every couple weeks. Actually, we're looking for an intern to d- hand over the social media. I just can't. So, <laughs> Must they be tall? If you got it. Yes. If you got be tall. a tall intern that has like, you know, happiness in their life and just, you know, really good at arts and crafts and Photoshop and shit to make the make it live. You yeah, know, a, a, an intern, a tall intern with a face tune on their phone. Yeah. Not, not, not uh, that we need it. No, not for us. Not for us. For the guests. <laughs> <laughs> the guests need the face tune. Make the give them a jawline and, uh, and a chest. Yes, you know, pop the chest out. Yeah. Give, give them some pecs. Are y'all talking about me? Yes, we are. And cut up their ankles. Yes, <laughs> uh, make the pants long. Yeah, 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 yeah. To all my short kings out there, we're gonna be all right. Short kings, guys. Uh, happy Fat Tony Day. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Beautiful. We'll Bye, guys. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.